Happy New Year and welcome to the Hole in My Heart podcast. Woo. This is episode 154. What's your word for the year? Hello. Welcome. I am your host, Lori Krieg. Happy New Year's, guys. And I am with my favorite licensed therapist, Argyle Expert, and my husband, Matt Krieg. Hi. Hey, Matt. Nice hand motions to welcome in old Lang Syne. I think that's how you use that phrase. They're right sure. there. Uh, but you've already heard him and we love him uh, here in 2021 as well. The most professional radio voice among us, producer Steve. I kind of wish that we had little noisemakers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Man, guys, this is going to be a different sort of episode. Whenever it's just the three of us, we all we get a little loosey-goosey and very goofy. We've already goofed it up for about 30 minutes. We're like, oh, wait, we have to record. <laughs> but you guys know we actually like each other, so that's good. Uh, but we want to reflect on 2020. We want to look at 2021. And we're also going to make a ministry update. Uh I'm really excited about this one, guys, but you're going to have to stay tuned to the end. So to begin, let's do our question of the week from last week. What is something that God has shown you to focus on, to focus your heart, your mind and thoughts for 2021? So this is a word from the year. We've been doing this since the beginning of the podcast. And Matt and I, Matt, when did we start doing this personally, this word for the year, Chindig? Um, I think since the beginning of the podcast, honestly, (laughs) for me, at least. Yeah, yeah, I think you definitely have. But for me, I, I don't know someone I had heard someone else talk about it, maybe around 2015, when we started Hole in My Heart Ministries. And I was like, well, that's dumb. (laughs) <laughs> and then I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, actually, that's great. That's my need to be different talking, guys, and the Olsen nature. So we asked you, the audience, on Instagram and Facebook, specifically the Hole in My Heart podcast Facebook group, which if you are not a part of it, there's a few hundred people in there. We love it. There's conversation happening, and we've got some exciting stuff happening there soon. But that's where I most frequently ask the question of the week, and we got some answers. Matt Krieg, we're actually not going to hear from you your word for the year for 2021 yet. We're going to do that in the heart of the matter, the the hearty, gushy stuff later. But we want to hear which audience member. Why are you giving me an eye roll on gushy stuff? Um, But uh, which audience member's response stood out to you? I really liked what Becky had to say on Facebook. The past few years, I have not picked a word. In 2018, I had a friend bestow the word receive on me, and it turned out that it was God-ordained, and I learned a lot about receiving. I have found the past years before that, that if I did pick a word, I put a lot of unnecessary pressure on myself around that word. So I haven't picked a word, and I don't plan on picking one this year either. And so I really liked the fact that she's not just immediately trying to like conjure up this word that she's willing to just wait and to maybe receive it from someone or maybe receive it from God or who knows. A combination. Now, guys, if you're questioning, like, why do you do a word for the year? It really is to focus your heart and mind and thoughts for me in 2021, which I'll get into what my word for the year was and we'll reflect as a group. Um, But it just helped me 
not every day, not all the time, but sometimes when I was stuck to be like, ah, or Matt would say, Lori, what was your word for the year? And I'd remember, and it did help to propel me toward, okay, that was how I best sensed that God wanted me to focus my um, thoughts and heart uh, into where he wanted to teach and lead me this year. So that's why we do it. It's just to kind of focus when you're in a tough situation during the year. If there's ever tough tough situations in a year, I don't know. Some people have problems. (laughs) Steve, you, which audience member stood out to you? Well, I liked this one uh, we got from Instagram. Something along the lines of heal, growth, Phoenix. I just thought that was cool imagery. um, And I'm not quite sure uh, what this listener is thinking of in terms of healing or growing, but um, I just I just liked that that imagery of the phoenix. Love it. Yeah. I appreciated this again on Instagram, which if you're like, wait, you just talked about the Facebook group, the Hold My Heart Podcast Facebook group. Search it, find it, ask to join. But on Instagram, find me Lori Krieg, L A U R I E K R I E G. I have to spell it every episode. I just <laughs> do it. Uh, but find me, and I usually post it in my stories few hours before we record. So you're just going to have to stay vigilant uh, to find out where to respond. But thank you to those of you who do respond. Sarah on Instagram said this, we've just become lazy and indifferent in many ways. So their word was renew. It's time for renewal, heart and mind. I just think no matter how like, man, I made the mudroom, Matt, I've been renovating my house and working out like all of us. Corona has like whispered, even if you didn't actually have COVID, it's just like, I feel like put a spell on some of us and we've just kind of fallen asleep and gotten a little lazy and lackadaisical. Maybe just me. Can you guys relate to that at all? Like just the, oh yeah, just sitting down. I feel like I want to. Definitely. You, you want to sit down. Yeah, mostly emotionally. Poor Matt. Are you going to talk about that later? How are you I doing? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Matt is a licensed therapist, not just, I don't just call him that for the bio, but he actually is. And you've had quite a few clients lately, haven't you? Yep. You can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that. I can't confirm or deny any information about right. the number of clients I do or don't have and <laughs> their demographic status. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it's been busy. It's been busy. Yeah, and emotionally just exhausting. I just want to thank, I've been really thankful for teachers and so many, but just thank you to therapists right now. You guys have to deal with your own heart, mind, soul stuff, and then carrying so many people's stories. I could never do it. God bless you and thank you. Okay, guys, so thank you for the question of the week. We're actually going to move on to the heart of the matter, the hearty, gushy stuff. I can't stop saying it. It's such a weird word. I'm going to stop now. Um, but we usually ask our guests uh, how the gospel's been good news for them. When was it first? How is it now? So, guys, just briefly, how has the gospel been good news for you in 2020? Matt, let's roll to you first. Yeah, I, I mean, I think 2020 was a scary year to enter into and then it all of a sudden like blew up. Why was it scary? Why did it blow uh, just, up? I mean with the with the transition for for you out of like hole in my heart 
ministry closing down the and then you going on your own and so we knew that you were going to take a pay cut and so it was scary for us financially to enter into 2020 and if i'll just give a little backstory because i was going to do that later anyway if you guys have been on this podcast listening journey for the last year or so you'll remember right around this time of 2020 in january we well a little bit before we made a ministry update announcement which we're going to have even more uh today Mm -hmm. but we decided after a year of prayer and discernment uh, to transition from Hole in My Heart Ministries nonprofit to uh, officially it was Lori Creek LLC and now we're Impossible Ministries, but it was a for-profit ministry model. Now, the reasons that we did that were twofold. One, we wanted to avoid unnecessary suffering in the sense that here we were, a nonprofit 501c3, specifically engaging the LGBT conversation from a historically biblical view. And we just got the sense from God that we would not have much more time to be able to do that. That our reliance on a government tax write-off wasn't wise. Uh, So for our family to be able to be like, yeah, we're gonna be financially dependent in this very controversial topic. So we said, well, let's move to a for-profit model. Let's see if we can line up speaking engagements, be able to, um, and still have people support us, which we've been so grateful and thankful that so many of you listening have stepped up and still support us, even though you don't get a tax write-off. You guys are just doing it straight up for treasures in heaven. We kept our mission the same which our mission at Hole in My Heart was to equip the church with a gospel-centered approach to sexuality. Then under Impossible Ministries, when the clock struck midnight for 2020, the mission was and is to equip the church with a gospel-centered approach to sexuality. We just added and marriage. So the twofold reason for us switching was to A, avoid unnecessary suffering as an organization, but then two, avoid unnecessary suffering as our family. Uh, For us, again, and just as the Kriegs, not just the ministry, but as the Kriegs to be financially dependent on a tax write-off, like I was, I've been the breadwinner primarily for the majority of our marriage, which is fine. We can do that. But we were taking a big risk and knew it was going to be a, a financial risk for us to put more of the financial burden on Matt. And then what happened, Matt? So, yeah, it was, I mean, it was scary to, to make that shift. To, to, to put it on you as the therapist. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, scary. To, to know that you were taking a pay cut and, and me looking at even last year's kind of numbers and being like, oh my goodness, how is this going to work as I'm trying to juggle, you know, credentialing with insurance companies and working with a new biller and changing EHR and all that kind of stuff, like changing everything wholesale basically from um, just how, how I counseled. And as far as the, the not counseling pieces, the administrative, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was really scary to, to think like, okay, God, we're going to need you. And I, I look in the reason that it, I feel like that has been one of just the massive pictures of the gospel is I feel like I did absolutely nothing differently. I didn't advertise more. I didn't like go out and knock on people's doors. I I literally did absolutely nothing different other than try and be faithful with the choices that were before me. Yep. And God made a way for us to not die. Yeah. (laughs) And so, um, Facts. So uh, yeah, I, I feel like that has been just 
a, a picture of the gospel and the fact that Jesus is doing everything. Yeah. And we get to reap the benefit if, and, and it's not always going to be financial and all that kind of stuff, but like just that, that was a very tangible picture of the gospel that I couldn't earn it. And mm. yet God was generous with us. We took a huge leap of faith and it's not, you take a leap of faith and you'll automatically be okay. It was just, we have no clue, mm-hmm. but we kept pointing at Jesus and being like, we believe we're following you and he's been faithful and been providing. So I'm with you, Matt. I feel you on that. Steve O'Dell, how has the gospel been good news for you this year? Well, I'm sitting here just kind of reflecting. I, I, I didn't, um, I didn't prep. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Podcast Did I only give this to you an hour uh, ago? I, no, I don't know. But um, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, and I feel like it's just been kind of the dailiness of um, this year. Some days are good days. Some days are bad days. And I mean, like, emotionally and relationally for me. Totally. And, um, so on one hand, I'm like, I've got a lot to be thankful for. I have nothing to complain about. And at the same time, I'm like, but I'm just weary. And that's where I'm at, like right now. Yep. Um, and Real so life. it's just been, yeah, it's been Preacher. a lot of that this, this year. Um, I just, apart from the pandemic, uh, I'm surprised as I reflect on 2020, like the changes it's brought and the challenges it's brought. And um, a lot of it, I can't even like really go into publicly but um yeah so like i feel like it is something about the dailiness um the like one day at a time not a whole lot of like um idea of a month from now or uh, you know next quarter or what it's going to look like or you know so it's just been like every day um kind of like you said just reminding kelly my wife and i reminding each other to keep our eyes on jesus um and I feel like she probably reminded me a lot more often than I reminded her. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, some days I forgot the reminder. I didn't remind myself or her. And um, other days were better. But he has proven um, consistent and faithful through my inconsistency and my not great days. So mm. I don't know. Like I feel like the gospel has been good for me in 2020 because God is faithful and um, he is holding on to me when I forget to grab onto him, when I grab for other things. Yep. Yeah. I agree with both things that you guys are saying here. Matt, just the, what I heard and what you said is just God's faithfulness. And then Steve, just the consistency, Mm. just wanting to seek him, even when you don't want to, like wanting to want to seek him Mm. every day, every hour. And I think that's been, um, so we'll just shift into what was our word for the year for 2020. And then I'll toss it back around, but I'll just start here, um, is my word for the year was focused peace. And so it's more of a phrase, but um, if I think about reflecting on how the gospel was good news in conjunction with that word, just with the, like, I was sick 
with worry. Like I, I just, you know, that like hot fever feeling of like, I'm so anxious about this thing, like at the beginning of 2020. And I was trying to pray and get to a good space and running and doing everything I could to just calm down and just surrender it to Jesus. And so that took and takes hourly like we have to give this back to you Jesus are you going to provide like are we going to die and um so that was really sweet but that took okay Lori focused peace can you be focused on Jesus and seek his peace um but then if I reflect on recently I you know with our book coming out um I found myself so up and down about it. Like if it was doing well or if we're blah, 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 up, down, up, down, like however our book was doing or however work was going or however many people were reaching out. So went my emotions, which is just being honest with you. And about a month and a half ago, I was so sick of that. And well, that wasn't actually the catalyst. It started to be the catalyst. And then the Holy Spirit whispered to me, as I was begging Jesus to accomplish something that I wanted in my life, where I'm like, I'm just going to ask, ask and keep on asking, you know? So here I was asking for this other thing. And the Holy Spirit whispered to me, is that the only reason you come to me? It's just for my stuff. And Steve and Matt, God's voice to me, that gentle, quiet voice, he was sad and not in like a whiny, aren't that why you come to me? Like, he's not like us. <laughs> he's not passive aggressive. It was like, it was this sense that I got of really Matt and my relationship is the closest thing to it, which would make sense as it's, you know, the metaphor of like, I don't love it when Matt comes to me and it feels only transactional. And Matt doesn't love coming to me when it only feels transactional or my kids, Hello. I feel like I'm only a snack machine. That's just my life. I don't even matter. I realize it now to my kids. But at this phase, and probably one day it will just be money machine or car machine. But that's not the father's heart. He gives generously because he is so kind. But he wants a relationship. And that has been, I feel like, just kind of a good ending to 2020 is I just shut the ship down and put some practices in place. Primarily, I bought a physical journal and I started writing every day. I've been listening to the Bible, but I've been really trying to go heart to heart. And every time I hear in my self-talk, these phrases begin or these sentences begin, if only or once I have, or at least I have, I had to shut that ship, ship down. <laughs> I'm saying a P. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that I go, no, no, no. You are what I long for. I want you, God. So no matter how our book is doing, no matter if we have these speaking engagements or not, or my kids or blah, blah, whatever, we can fill our idols, insert idols. I was focused on Jesus and you guys, I like posted about this recently. I can just tell you, I said this to Matt last week. I go, I was so scared to say it. I was like, Matt, do you know what? He's like, what? I was like, I'm actually feeling joyful. And he's like, what? I was so scared to say it, you guys, because 
you I, do you ever feel like oh I don't want to be happy because then the axe just gonna fall you better stay cautious better stay in the scared mode or uh. and I was like I just am and I said there's no other reason other than I just love Jesus and so I am just I pray I stay in this space and it doesn't mean I'm always happy it's just oh so when you seek Jesus like <laughs> the Bible's actually true Okay, <laughs> like the emotions can follow, they don't always, but they can. So I want to toss now um, to you, Matt, talk about your word for the year. You just talked about, you know, the gospel being good news. How did it relate to your journey with the gospel this year? Yeah, my, my word for the year was pursuit, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Pursuit. Um, and the easiest thing, I guess, for me to do when things get tenuous, when I'm stressed, and you talked about the fever, you know, the fever of anxiety. And for me, it's not a fever. It's the lower back pain of anxiety, legitimately. It's um, like crippled. So the easiest thing for me to do when I'm like feeling anxious is just to like, just to sit back and... If you're watching this on Vimeo or YouTube, you, you could have saw. seen Matt's moves. <laughs> they are moves. legitimate. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to sit back and to become complacent and become passive and overthink and, and just watch and watch and watch and become locked into just never making a decision. Um, and so that is something that over the course of the year, I've really tried to, to take those decisions to God. Mm. Um, especially like, you know, when the pandemic first hit and all of a sudden my client load dropped like 30 to 40%. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. So scary. What in the world? And at, I mean, this was just, I mean, everyone has their pandemic story, but it was just like this nightmare scenario of, Holy cow, we just made this shift and now we're going to die. We're going to die. And it almost felt like when the Israelites are complaining to God about like, did you bring us out of Egypt just so we would die? And like, I remember almost like going down that path and having to think about a time after we moved back from California to start everything and to start feeling, this ministry. Yeah. And to feel that. And, and I asked him and I complained and I was like, God, did you bring us here to die? And we had $7 in our <laughs> bank account and I was seven months pregnant and we were getting evicted from where we were living. <laughs> we were so scared. So, well, this was, at, for me, it was before then. It was when oh. we had moved into your, your sister's house and we're like before all of that. But I remember complaining and being like, God, did you bring us here to die? And, and it was like this gentle, but not so gentle, almost like you experienced this year, Lori, where, where God was reminding me. And he said, like, almost like the Job instance where he was saying, where were you? when I created the heavens and the earth, when I laid out the stars and, you know, put the boundaries to the ocean, all that kind of stuff. And I remember feeling like, God, did you bring us here to die? And he was just like, where were you? Mm. Have you not been watching what I've been doing? Um, and so anyway, that was a few years ago. And then this year I felt myself like, like the lower back was tightening. I was ready to just fall back into a reclined position and just remembering God has been faithful and trying to take it one day at a time and, and trying to, to just rely on him and saying, God, I know that you are faithful. You've been faithful throughout everything more faithful than I can ever describe, and I can trust you. That is so stupid hard to go from cat, like nearly paralyzed, t 
terror to do the next step, but mm -hmm. it's huge. It's gigantic. Yeah. Good job, Matt. Steve? Uh, so my word was intimacy. Um, and I just remember feeling kind of like invited. And I think maybe talking to John Eldridge was a part of that um, when we had him on mm -hmm. this podcast. And I started doing, you know, the one minute pause and just kind of felt invited into that. And I don't know, like some of what you both are talking about like there have been ups and downs this year. And um, like we talked about a few episodes ago when we were talking about suffering, um, I have experienced, I think just a little, a uh, little bit of how um, God can use suffering to reveal himself and connect with me on a more intimate level. And there was the event where I had been journaling and praying about my son, you know, and God's like, when's the last time you had an encounter with me, you know? And yep. so I feel like that has been invitation where in the past, I think maybe something like that would have felt like accusation or conviction. It has felt way more like invitation Ooh. to deeper intimacy with yeah. him. So I feel like, um, I'm glad I've had that word throughout mm -hmm. this year. Uh, in times where I think in the past I would have responded differently to events and to even the voice of the Holy Spirit, I've been like, oh yeah, intimacy, intimacy, that's what you're after. You know, union with you is what I'm made for. And so that has been a great reminder um, during the difficult times, and there have been quite a few of them this year. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. That's awesome, Steve. All right, let's toss around the table what we sense the spirit leading us into this year, now 2021. What is the word um, or phrase or just like sense? Like, I think maybe it's this direction if you don't have anything solidified yet. Matt, can I throw it to you first? Yeah, yeah, I think, and this this comes, so a few weeks back we, we did um, a lament, a webinar where I lamented. And, and one of the things that came out of that was um, play with, with God and, and kind of exuberance, you know, like to approach him like a child, like jumping into his arms as opposed to having the, the more stoic, you know, nonplussed, whatever you want to call it, kind of approach to life. And, and so I think, I think that is my word. Um, coming off of this year where it's been pursuit and that's been heavily with like being the provider for our family for me um, that that I, I feel like God is like okay you've, you've you've done that I've tried to be faithful with that and and now it's play not to go so far into this pursuit that I lose relationship and I'm only focused on the next thing the next thing the next thing and so like exuberant play that. Wow. I didn't know that was your word. That's great. Steve, do you have a sense yet? Um, I've, I think I keep coming back, uh, to the word open and I've had a couple of, I guess, a uh, couple of takes on that. One is that that day that I spent kind of just with Jesus after he invited me to an encounter with him. Um, I just want to be open to what he wants to bring. Uh, be open to what he has for me. But then I also 
more recently have had this idea of I need to open my hands. I have such a tight grip sometimes. Mm. Um, and I don't think I seem like a controlling person on the surface, but I do want to control situations a lot mm. of times. And I feel like there's an invitation to kind of just open my hands. So I think both of those just open meaning loosen my grip, but also open to just being, I guess, open to what God wants to bring me. Mm. So That's so good. I'm so excited. We usually do some check-ins throughout the year. Um, you know, how are you doing on your word for the year? At least a couple of times. So I'm excited to see how play Matt uh, is featured in your life. And so then it will also be my life. I'm like, Oh, woohoo. That sounds good to me. You need a little more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how open, um, like releasing that grip or however God wants to use that in your life, Steve, I'm excited to hear more on that. Uh, as I've been anticipating this podcast episode and then also this word for the year, I've just been asking the Lord and I, um, I've been doing a couple different Bible reading plans, which guys, if you are listening and you're like, man, how do I seek that intimacy or how can I start getting heart to heart to the Lord? I've so appreciated doing, um, I just use the Bible app. It's just like the brown, it's the U version, right? The U version mm -hmm. Bible app. And I'm doing two different plans uh, with a couple people I'm discipling and then a couple of people I'm just in a, a prayer group with. And there's really great accountability because you get to read a different few different passages a day and then you can comment on it. So I'm doing one that's a Bible in the year and one that's like the New Testament in 90 days. Matt, you've been doing that too, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've... I think I've done the Bible in a year, like pretty much every year since 2016. Do you do it with people or do you do it alone? Uh, typically that one I do alone and then I'll have, you know, occasionally they'll do shorter ones with people. Um, but I find that when I'm with people, what, what is accountability um, for, for some people becomes kind of pressure for, and it kind of takes sense. it more into a performance. And so yeah. I go back and forth. Yeah, that makes sense. Steve, do you do you do you do a Bible app or anything? Um, I I use the Bible app. I don't do like a reading program. Mm -hmm. I've done that many years in the past, and just a few years ago, um, and this might change. I had a sense that I was um, being kind of, I guess, legalistic about it. I yeah. was being a little um, over regimented, I guess, mm -hmm. and I think it's a tough balance because you gotta, I, I do think that there, it, the, the discipline is important, mm -hmm. but what I started to do was ask the Lord if there is a book or passage that he wants me to go to. Um, and so because I am somewhat structured, I felt like this is definitely from the Lord because I don't, I don't think I would just, you know, come up <laughs> with that myself. Form. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and so for the last few years, um, that's what it's been. And, um, most recently I've been in Genesis and I don't know where I'm going next, but I'm getting close to the end. I'm like chapter 47. So, uh, so I don't know what happens next. Um, but that's kind of, I don't know that one exciting thing about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is just usually about a chapter a day. And uh, even that, uh, I don't, I try not to be super militant about, mm -hmm. um, if I'm going along and I feel like I've got time and I want to keep reading, I do. If I uh, just have a busy morning and it doesn't happen, I like give myself grace. So mm -hmm. that's kind of where I've been recently. I love that. 
Um, my, I'm such a flower child that I'm always like, I just, whatever, don't put me in a box. So it's good. It's better for me to have some of the plan and that accountability, but then so I can keep being my little flower child self, I will lately in this new, I want to get God's, I want your heart, God. I've been just setting the U version down, picking up my paper Bible and journal, and then just doing what you're saying, Steve. And it's so, isn't it so sweet? I feel like mm-hmm. that's where intimacy can so build is, yep. what do you want to say to me, Jesus? Like, what what can I talk with you about? All right. Well, I'm glad we just had that little conversation. Maybe that was helpful to someone listening right now who's like, I don't know, how do I do this? Um, those have been some practical things for us. But as I've been praying and asking the Lord for a word for the year, um, in these plans that I've been doing and in that personal reading and writing time, um, that a word generous keeps coming up. And um, I was reading this, which doesn't have that word directly in it, um, but it stood out to me. It's Matthew sending out the disciples. It's kind of like their trial time in Matthew 10. It's 10 a. It says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. And I just was meditating on that last part. Give as freely as you have received. And I'm like, I have been given so much. We have been given so much. And am I giving as freely as I have received? And so just as I kept seeing that theme come up in my reading and just like feeling that uh, chirotic Holy Spirit moment as I was reading it, I was like, I think that's my word is generous. And so I really want to pray into and look for opportunities to be generous. And Matt, should I say the second word? <laughs> I mean, I think you have to. I'm, okay. So the second word that I felt, I sensed the Spirit bring it up yesterday and it kept popping in my head. I'm like, that's dumb, is the word ninja. So I want to be a generous ninja. Mm-hmm. And by that, I want to um, listen to the spirit for how can I seek opportunities in 2021 to give generously to people. Maybe that'll be financial. Maybe it will be a word from the Lord. I think, you know, in uh, what Sarah said the listener response, like that laziness. I think I've gotten very self-centered at some levels, not all the levels, but in some levels with the spell of Corona where it's like, this is hard and I'm tired and I have no empathy for anyone. And some of that is just hard, cold facts. We've been in this like terrible season as a collective group for so long, but some of it is what if you, what if you received from God and you actually started giving, not legalistically, not because, well, it's just what good Christians do, but it was just like his delight to share with people. So I'm actually really excited about it, how to be a generous ninja hmm. in 2021. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. I would love to shift to some ministry announcements. Um, really just one primary one. And we will... Um, I'm sure share more details on our blog. And uh, if you sign up to get some of our information, we'll add you to our uh, insider team. And if you start supporting the ministry, you'll actually start getting updates all the time. Um, But like we mentioned, we were holding my heart ministries until the clock struck midnight in 2020. And um, over the last year, we've been operating as a for-profit ministry and 
We've been so grateful for the support from different churches, from different individuals. We've been doing webinars and speaking as God is allowed. And really, it keeps this podcast funded. Um, Steve needs to work or earns his wages. Matt, you get nothing. But Steve, <laughs> Steve gets paid. Uh, and all the different um, ways that we do mentoring and we do connections. There's a lot of covert work that we do, which I have loved being that generous ninja. Um, of connecting different pastors who, oh man, I have this question we've been wrestling through. How can we engage this piece? And I'm like, oh, well, I know one in Seattle or I know one that we've talked with over here. And so that's been such a delight to do. Uh, But we were approached about a couple months ago by a a ministry called Ignite the Family. And they're actually a partner ministry of Celebrate Kids. If you guys have heard the name Dr. Kathy Cook, um, she's written actually on core needs. She does a lot with kids and uh, core needs, and she has five, not 10. So maybe we'll we'll talk about that. but she heard me speak. She flew uh, me down in November to speak in Dallas uh, alongside um, a couple different people. Jenny Allen was there and she heard me and she, there was just, I heard her, she heard me and there was just this connection. And I'm just telling my side of the story. I'm sure we'll let her share hers. Uh, but it was this moment where she was like, that girl, this couple, she read our book, they need to run our marriage ministry. So guys, we were offered a two-year fellowship to basically take all of our impossible marriage content and put it under the mothership of Ignite the Family and Celebrate Kids. And what their nonprofit will do is help us get our workshop that we keep tweaking and honing, get it out around the country and maybe even around the world. Um, So we're going to be doing videos. We're going to be doing blogs. We're going to be doing workshops. We would love to come to your city. If you guys are listening and your church, you're like, you've read our book or you've heard some of what we talk about as far as marriage. And yes, even our weirdo marriage, looking through the lens of our, you know, unique, impossible marriage to the marriage. Uh, We would love to come and support um, you guys. But uh, we are going to be running the marriage arm of Ignite the Family, Celebrate Kids. So we'll still be doing this podcast. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go I, ahead, I was, Steve. I, I, jump in. I was just wondering if this means you're moving to Texas. No. Oh, okay. So essentially, uh, a chunk of our time will, if you're supporting um, Impossible Ministries for the last year, formerly Hole in My Heart Ministries, if you're still supporting that, what you are supporting is this podcast, some of that covert connection that we've been doing, mentoring we've been doing, um, different speaking things, but it's more LGBT specific. But if you choose to, which you guys, uh, you can move, if you are supporting, you can shift over and now give to a 501c3 and support this new marriage initiative. Uh, So you're welcome to keep supporting this uh, for-profit ministry of Impossible Ministries. Or if you're sensing, oh man, I want to help that happen, either get the word out or tell your church leaders about it or support us financially. We actually have a pretty big lofty goal. We want to raise 30,000 by March 1, which is when Matt and I jump on board and that will pay for things like getting some of these initial events off the ground. Uh, But again, that is a tax write-off and that will go into 
all of the marriage initiative things that we have sensed the spirit leading us to do. Matt, I would love for, wait, Steve, do you have any questions? And then I want to get Matt's thoughts on what's happening. Uh, well, I mean, as long as you're staying here in West Michigan, yeah. cool. And we're, we're still, uh, we're still going to do a podcast. Still going to do a podcast. Uh, yeah, no, that was, that was all I had off the top of my head. I mean, I'm, I always have questions about the next book. Yeah, when's our next book? But, yeah. you know, yeah, no, that's all I got right now. I love it. Matt, how do you feel about this shift? You're still going to be doing your work. Mm -hmm. We're still going to be doing this podcast. It's just, there's going to be a chunk of specifically my time that is going to, and our time where we're mm -hmm. going to be traveling and specifically doing these impossible marriage workshops and evenings. So mm -hmm. weekends and evenings, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited because I do like working with you. I like traveling and speaking with you. And, and that's, that's so just a very different, it's a different part of the brain than I operate with and, and counseling oftentimes. And so I'm, I'm really excited to be able to do that without all of the hopefully stress of having to put everything together and deal with all of the, the background event stuff. I'm like, Oh, the production super, side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super excited about not having to deal with that because I feel like it will help us hopefully focus on getting just really, really good, clear content out there. And, and so that's exciting for me. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I am too. I love teaching with Matt. And that was, you know, if you talk to Kathy again, we'll have her on here. She was like, I love how you guys have practice working together. And we honestly, truly feel called to speak into marriage. Even, you know, we're 12 years married and we're, you know, have our version of marriage, which people want to shelve in quarantine, haha, ha, into this other space. But it's so weird. It's, isn't it so weird, Matt, that God seems to want to use our strange, impossible story? I don't know to equip the church. Isn't it bananas to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have imagined being in this space no. ever, like, short of three months ago, yeah, you know? And so, yeah, it's, I mean, this was not how I pictured life going for anything. No. And so, yeah. So guys, if you are either wanting to support this podcast, you're welcome to go to lauriekrieg.com. Uh, we'll have links in the show notes about where you can support this podcast in our LGBT more specific, not that we won't be speaking LGBT, um, uh, when we do this marriage work, it'll be a piece of it, I'm sure, but not the primary one. Uh, but if you guys are excited, if you're sensing the Holy Spirit say, hey, let's help them out. Uh, will you please click on the link in the show notes and support this, which will be a tax write-off, but this marriage initiative, we have a big lofty goal to raise 30,000 before March 1, but I've seen God raise 100,000 in a day. That's the most I've seen. But he can do, He's he's owns everything. So I just invite you to ask the Lord if he's saying, help, help these guys. Um, it would mean a lot. There is a link in the show notes and you can support this marriage initiative through Ignite the Family slash Celebrate Kids. It's a little bit confusing, all these words, but you'll see our names there uh, and you'll know you're giving to the right spot. All right. Any other questions or thoughts, Steve, I, I Matt? I have a couple. Please. Um, it's Ignite the Family. Yep. Uh, Ignite. When you say that, can I go? 
every like, time. Make a sound effect every time? Yes. Just <laughs> ignite. I'm actually, th- I mean, I like that idea that you have something that serves a purpose. It can be inert. You can just sit there and focus on it. Or you can actually ignite it so that it serves its purpose good. Uh, to bring light and warmth and heat and you know, I don't know. I, yep. I, I, I have never heard of this organization until now, but um, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> that's that's a, good. That's this all is, I had. That is why we have you on this podcast, Steve. <laughs> the sound effect. For the sound effect. <laughs> now, and a million other reasons. <laughs> well, guys, we are excited. We're thankful to be in 2021. We are so grateful for you guys. Some of you guys have been listening for years now, and you really, truly feel like family. And we're so um, just thankful for you. We are also excited because this podcast ain't going nowhere, <laughs> Lord willing, um, to do things like interview others and ask you more questions of the week, which here's next week's. What's your work space like these days? Are you, I am firmly a couch plopper. Uh, Matt is the wooden chair and he's just so proper at his desk. Not, not a wooden are. chair, no. <laughs> With spikes on it to keep him awake. <laughs> oh good idea. No, but I mean, and everyone is so funny when you're on Zoom calls, you know, with the like backgrounds, everything's all fancy. You got to do it. It's just, you got to do it. So we want to hear uh, from you guys. What's your workspace like? You can email me at podcast at com or find me on all the socials. Don't find Matt. He's not on the socials. Not very <laughs> social. <find> me. No, <laughs> he's staying nice and healthy. Thank you, Steve, Matt, for being my guests today. Thank I don't know, you. for just sharing your hearts today. Put our service to the test. Put our service. <laughs> You're doing Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, well, he's the candlestick. It's yeah. like going with Ignite. I yeah. was, yeah. With Ignite. I was, thinking, I was thinking Chick-fil-A. I was about to say my pleasure. Um, but <laughs> yours is much better. Be our guest. Yeah. <laughs> well, this train is going right into the ditch. So <laughs> we're going to just call it quits right now. Uh, guys, to find all the links, just look in the episode notes. Thanks again, Steve and Matt. And for all of us here at the Hole in My Heart podcast, we will see you next week. <laughs>